Good day and welcome to Inspired, your grown-up girl talk. I am Stacy Fleece and as always here with Samantha Tradilias. Here I am. Here How I am. How was your week? You know, it was uh, it was a little challenging, but I will say Mercury is now out of retrograde. Oh, thank God. You know, so I think we can now go into some other life clusterfuck. So, you know, at least we at least we got one behind us. Now we're moving into another one. Cool. I'll, I'll be ready for the, the incoming. Right. Um, yeah. Well, I, I am really excited today to uh, be joined by Laura Smith Blair, who is an amazingly talented uh, Tiburon artist here in, in Tiburon, California. Works are amazing. Um, I'm kind of fangirling right now because I love your stuff. And I'm Thank really you. excited you're here. Hey. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I'm honored. I'd love to talk about the creative process and my paintings. Yeah, so, I want to I want to talk a little bit about your paintings because they are unique and spectacular and beautiful. And and uh, if you haven't had a chance to see them after this podcast, go to laurasmithblair.com and check out the work you ha- she has posted there. It's really cool. Good so, stuff. Um, the, the whole the whole concept of the sort of the nature, nature scenes, uh, landscapes, the vibrant colors, but the linear, sort of the linear part that you incorporated, it's so unique. How did that come to be? So I was a muralist when I was younger, like let's um, starting in my early twenties and I studied art. So I painted large, big murals. I worked for a mural company. I worked for a muralist down in Monterey, California, who, uh, an incredible artist from Korea. And so I got going with my art career that way. And it wasn't until kind of into my thirties where I was painting murals. And I love the idea of painting out out in the either the streets or in someone's home because it was public and it was just cool and and it was actually it felt like even though murals have always been amazing back to like the first you know cave paintings but (laughs) Sistine Chapel maybe yeah yeah the Sistine (laughs) Chapel they've always been amazing but I almost feel like now they really have their heyday which I love Um, but now now I've transitioned into to the fine art world and within that I wanted to represent I just love modern work. So I wanted to say, how am I going to express myself through the, through, through contemporary art and, and lines. So to answer your question, these lines, which kind of go into my personality also (laughs) being very uh, structured, very linear, um, you have an OCD quality to them because there's this perfectionism in there. And, and so that you know, the line, if I'm going to represent it on a canvas, it does have to be kind of perfect. Otherwise it look, you, someone's going to notice, especially if they have that kind of eye and it's annoying, right? You just look at that. So you got to hang it straight for sure. But do you think it's so interesting, Stacey, because you and I are the other side of the brain, right? We are just, we we're functioning on a different level of like the creative mind to me. We're creative in a different way, I guess. I'm I'm not, I'm not creative. And the funny thing is I consider myself very linear in my oh. thought process, in my, in my career, I work with numbers and to have an artist 
describe your have someone like you with your talent and your skill and your creativity describe yourself as linear like to me <laughs> I wouldn't I don't even I wouldn't even put those things together I know well it does represent and now I'm kind of taking away some of the linear in from my painting so they were extremely linear and now it's it's kind of like I'm trying to let go of the perfectionism consciously and so is that that's got to be hard because you, you uh, yes. seem like you are yeah. like I bet every I bet every piece of art in your house is perfectly level as opposed well, to mine okay. by the way yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like, do yes, so I'm it's true it's like you're trying to represent myself but I feel like myself like underlying self is just like bursting it's just coming out and so I still have to represent it through some lines otherwise it might be feel a little too traditional but the lines represent, um, you know, the, the landscape. And so, and they, they have the theme of pollination, which I became sort of obsessed with, with bees and butterflies and, and where our, our environment is headed. And so I tried to just represent that. Did you always know that you were like, when you were a young girl, did you feel the vibe of artistry in your blood? Like this was your path? Yes. And I can go back. I, I had when in third grade, I kind of won this award and this huge piece of mine, they wanted to put it into the local mall in Monterey, California. And I just remember that it's almost like a landmark where you're like, whoa, my piece is going in. And it should happen to every child because every child has a form of expression. And for some reason, mine was just picked, but it just kept going from there. And I love my art. It kind of validated, oh, wow, you could do that. And then I, and I just kept going with wonderful art teachers. But I truly believe, give any child the, the means to tell them that they are creative and they have the resource. We all just have different styles. How, I how the I ever came to that was like, um, you know, like, like second grade back to school night where your parents go to school and they've got the bulletin board with all the construction paper. Like, you know, it was like a self-portrait and they're all up there and I'm like top row, third from the left. Like <laughs> that's as close as I've ever come to walking into someplace and seeing my artwork on the wall. Cause honestly, I don't know that anyone really wanted to ever see my artwork, but um, how, how amazing is that as a child or even now as an adult, like when you walk into places and your painting is on the wall. What is that like? Oh, wow. So that, uh, it can be, sometimes I can go in, I can focus right on the thing that annoys me. So it can be good and bad. <laughs> so I can look at it, I can walk in the room and I have to like turn my back and I'm just focusing on the thing that I should, maybe there was a little piece that wasn't varnished properly. I can tell in my eye like, oh, should have done that. And then I know other people are looking at that. So that's kind of what happens to me. It's not like I, Every, every, it's very rare that I go in. I just feel like, oh, wow. I'm like, I, and sometimes I don't even, this is going to sound weird. I barely remember doing the piece. It's wow. so, really? done so it just stuff. comes out of it. Do you know that you're the first person we've talked to that's when they grew up, they wanted to be who they are. So when I grew up, I did, or when I was young and thinking about when I grew up, I wasn't thinking about selling insurance and running a nonprofit. Fleece, I'm pretty sure you were not destined for, you know, the mortgage life. Nope. <laughs> yeah. 
And yet here I am. Here you are doing the work. But now Laura is like someone who grew up and said, hey, I want to do this. And she's doing it. And one of the things that I find so fascinating, and I'm sure there's a lot of, you know, starting out um, creative folks and any, you know, makers and, and artists and everything. You know, how do you go from somebody that likes to make art to having your art be in a major hotel chain or, you know, are you like schlepping your artwork down the street and showing it to, to people saying, Hey, can I hang this in your hotel? I mean, how does that work? Oh, well I did. Fortunately, I've been connected and meeting people where everyone is always friendly. I feel like, I mean, well in general friendly, but then they might be even friendlier to an artist saying, Oh, Hey, I know a designer. I know someone that works at this, advisory council and it's kind of like I feel like people are helpful so I have along the way and so I've met people where so they they place you so a designer could place my art and they know wow okay her her particular painting here of the the blue lake tahoe happens to work very well in this hotel lobby. It, and then it's fortunate for me, but another time they might want, you know, some abstract artist. but I, I, I've been connected enough now where um, it, it's taking form and it, I'm very grateful. So it's the designers that generally connect the artists with the locations and the commissions and things like that? Definitely within, uh, so for the, yes, for lobbies, hotels, definitely designers. Um, and then you have, I have um, my work recently in um, restaurants. So with Pacific Catch, so down in San Diego, they just opened the one this last week and I was working with a restaurant interior design group. So that was fun. Now I'm, you know, I'm a little bit on their radar, maybe in the future, they might want to use my work in another restaurant. So i so it's kind of like that. I think if you can perform the job, you listen, it's like a little bit like homework. You know, they might say here, here are the colors here. Here's the dimension. I mean, it can be a little stressful sometimes because you're trying, you really want to make sure you're, you know, I'm doing a good job. <laughs> Have so, you ever made something and it's been like maybe what you heard and what you delivered were different? Like, cause you know how people can just be not clear with what it is that they want. Um, and has something ever been interpreted? What you're talking about people right? are always clear with exactly <laughs> right? what they want. I, I, I mean, I guess, I guess it's like a it's negative question, but then also like a positive question because maybe what they were saying and what you heard maybe delivered this piece that maybe was neither what they thought or what you thought, but it worked. You know, has that ever happened? It uh, one yes, I can think of one time where someone asked me to do something, a painting. It wasn't what they were envisioning. I don't have an attachment. So like if they say, can you please do this? I'm fine. I think that, I don't know if that's my personality a little bit maybe, but also working in murals, you, you just were given direction. Mm -hmm. And that's not a bad thing. I think with art, if you can, because you're always learning something. So even if you're doing a painting or something creative that you think you don't want to do, I learned from it. And then I make myself like it. So I won't give it to anyone unless I love it. So you know, uh, <laughs> make yourself like, I'm going to like this. Yes. Well, yeah, it becomes a challenge. It definitely, be definitely becomes a challenge and it's different. You have the, the, the commission world or just doing your work um, um, on my own and then selling it. 
if that, you know, so I, I don't always get the chance to do that if that, you know, I, uh, because of time. Did I read that you owned a gallery before? We did. So my husband started, uh, and then I was part of it. So it was called the Canvas Cafe and Gallery in San Francisco. And it was 4,000 square feet. So it was huge. It was representing all emerging artists. We had poetry readings at night. We were open till two in the morning. It was, it was really incredible an idea. We go in and a lot of these artists have gone on, like done really well. Pardon me. Did you serve cocktails? We sure did. Nice. <laughs> you guys, married. it was fun. Were you married when you started that, or did yes. you, is that how you met? You were okay. So being in business with your husband—that's very. Um, that's that's impressive. That's another level. Well, I was kind yeah, of an I artist. And I was the. I was had my art in there. He's he has an. He's definitely an entrepreneurial mind where he's always thinking of ideas, which I love, and that's kind of like. I think entrepreneurial artists, creative minds are linked. Yes. I was trying to think of something new. It's like, you just, it, it's like the ideas are always flying in. So, so that was fun. It was great. But unfortunately we had to sell it uh, after about seven years because the rent was so expensive and we couldn't sustain. And it was just like one of those crazy times, but I, I believe now somewhere it would do it would thrive, but we, you learn a lot from it. And, but that you could consider it, you know, oh, was that a, a failure or, you know, but it was a learning experience. Where did you find the artists? To, yeah, I was going to uh, ask. Display that was so power. fun. And it was kind of, it was definitely before Instagram and all that. So we, you, we put it out there and people would submit their slides and, and <laughs> it was fun to like, look at their work and say yes let's put them in here and we had shows once a month it was it was exciting and it was all very reasonable I think every piece was under a thousand dollars wow so in the art world you know that's that's pretty really reasonable cool. for a big large piece of art that they yeah. spent a lot of time on yeah which is so, great because you know sometimes you go downtown and you'll you know find yourself in an art gallery and some of the art is so crazy expensive and it's you know, for someone like myself that enjoys to look at things, I'm by no means like a, a professor of the arts. I just know what I like to look at. You know, it, it can be kind of intimidating to go into an art gallery because so so many of the times, you know, it, it's, I don't know, it kind of, for me, has like an edge to it. But I think what you're talking about sounds like a really inviting place for people to to support up and coming artists and also be able to, you know, not have to, break the bank to, to have a nice piece of art. That was exactly the idea. Walk yeah. around with coffee or a glass of wine and bring it back, girl, bring it back. I know. <laughs> it, was so cool. Cool. it really there's was. A lot, there's a lot of commercial retail space. I would say so. I, yeah, it was, it's right. I'm glad we don't have something there. Right. Well, for all the businesses there though, I, I wish them luck and I hope like everything comes back in the city, but it's another topic. <laughs> It'll get there. It'll yeah. get there. Yes. Well, certainly living in Northern California, you've got a lot of amazing landscape for inspiration. Um, what, what else, where else do you find inspiration besides just sort of the beauty that we are fortunate enough to be surrounded by here? I am also, I mean, truly I'm inspired by people too. So I can be inspired by 
and I don't mean it in a, I, I'm so inspired by, let's say someone, I realize that it's such, I, I feel so fortunate to be an artist. And so I'm inspired by that, by that alone. So if I see someone there, you know, every day we can look and you can see someone just working so hard at a job. And I'm in, I'm inspired that I should never take what I do for granted and, and, and paint. So there's multiple layers of, I, there can be beauty. So I can be inspired by looking at Mount Tam or Simpson Beach or the water or a leaf or a butterfly, but it's, it's, it's deeper than that. It's like, I'm like, you better get your work out there. It's kind of like my voice saying, you know, do, do the best you can do and keep doing it. But you can hear in your voice that you're super passionate about what you're doing in all the right ways, which I think a lot of women may find themselves in careers or jobs that, you know, maybe they're not so passionate about, maybe they're not living their best life, you know, doing what it is that they want to do in this life. And so kudos to you for really, you know, owning that and understanding that about yourself and getting out there and, and making every day that for you. I mean, that's a pretty inspiring concept that I think more of us could, could, you know, live by on a daily basis. Oh, thank you. I, I honestly think if you have an idea and let's say someone didn't have the means to pursue their creative idea at night, nothing is too strange. Like, I mean, you could take paper and, or recycle goods and glue and string and just form something and start start, think of a shape, just don't think things are too weird. Cause it can, I think, I, I believe we are all s- such creatives. And oh, sister, you haven't seen please, anything. I've please. I'm going to need to see an art project later on after this weekend. I'm going to need to see some, some of your work. You know, there's nothing better than like doing artwork when your kids are little and you go to the studios where it's like mommy and me art and I like I have zero skill set in this arena. Maybe though you're more of an abstract artist, like you like shapes. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. We all have our, we all have our talents, right? Yes, it's true. (laughs) But I think too, it's, it's something to understand and to like really like I said, really focus in on what it is that brings you your passion and, and to be able to turn that into a career. I mean, and and be successful at it and be a successful artist, because believe it or not, there are not a lot of people that are really able to turn it into a, you know, job that makes money. And so that's really exciting that you've been able to just make it happen, girl. Oh, thank you so much. I, I try, it's kind of like you're, it's like a hustle, you know, it's just, (laughs) and I think we can all relate to that, but and I wouldn't, I wouldn't call myself, well, this is success is right. It's what do we, how do we measure that? I can't measure it with money. I can't measure it. I just, it's, it's the feeling like you're saying and, and gratitude and, uh, cause there's different like, success. We, we don't want to put that too much on us. Cause then we feel like we're not good enough. And but I can be very harsh. I can be my harshest critic probably anywhere. So I think we all can be though, as I think we all are our own worst, you know, enemies in that way, but success is definitely measured differently for each individual. And then also for others looking at us, you know, and what, what does that mean? I mean, who knows? I think at the end of the day, when you lay down, are you happy? 
do you feel full? You know, is your day filled with purpose? Did you not tell anyone to F off? Like these are the things in my life that make me feel successful. I love it. That's that's how I'm supposed to measure it. Not telling someone to fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) It's called passion. So today is day zero. And um, I mean, we keep it, we keep it real classy around here. I mean, it's it's, it's something to be said because it's a conversation we've had with multiple guests about, you know, finding their passion or or what fuels their passion, what keeps them going, you know, and what, what is the, the, the underlying notion of knowing that like, it wasn't always easy to get to be this woman that you are now. And, and I think a lot of people think that, you know, oh, I can't do it because it's too hard. But, you know, somebody said, I always say somebody said something, but somebody said something to me that was, if it was easy, then everybody would do it. Right. And that's what makes us, that's what makes us unique. It's not easy. It's not easy at all. I mean, there's, it's chaotic. It's, you know, you're, if you're right, I was raising kids and now I'm practically an empty nester. It's just pure chaos, no balance. (laughs) And you're trying to find balance, but you just have to keep, you get up and you try to stick to a routine as best as possible and get your work done as best as possible. Like it's, there's, you know, we're doing our best and you just build, you build a little day by day, week by week. And, and the great thing about art, because it's so different with other fields of work is that you have something to show for it. Like you have like a thing. So sometimes, you know, I look at things I'm like, wow, I, you know, you could feel like you can accomplish something by looking at it you know, painting. It, it seems like it's always ever evolving. Like, do you look at the stuff you did 10 years ago and go, that was so different than what I'm doing today? You know, the, the evolution that continues to go as long as you're creating, I would imagine. Definitely. It's a little bit, I guess, of that ADD mindset where it's just constantly going. And sometimes I'm painting something and the style's changing as I'm painting it. And I'm thinking of the next style. So it's just, and I work on multiple pieces, uh, five, six pieces really? at a time so that. Oh, that's interesting. And mm-hmm. I would recommend that to any five-year-old, six-year-old, third grader, high school, or co- anyone, um, an adult, work on many pieces because you get super frustrated with this one. You're so mad. You want to rip it up. But instead of doing that, you, you know, you move here and, or you have the same color here and you you move it to the next five paintings because you know exactly where you want to put it. So it, it keeps your mind moving. And we talked and about firing, firing clients <laughs> when they're not working out for you. So that's, I would, that that's like the artist version of firing a client. Yes. At least until you circle back to them. Right. You have enough people working for you, I guess. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so your, your technique, did you, um, was this something that, cause you had mentioned you studied art, but I don't know if you studied actual technique or more art history. I mean, was the way that you paint something that somebody showed you how to do, or was it something that you were like, Hey, I'm just, I'm just going to run with it and see, and this is what's happened. I did learn. So I, um, just quickly like learned it at, um, back at Rhode Island School of Design in the summers. I went there a couple of times and then I studied in college. And then I worked with this muralist from Korea mm-hmm. and he he was just like, like this. And he was constantly telling me that like, it was almost like I had never learned a thing. And I was yeah. 21 and he, oh, I, it was, I was starting good. over and I, I was 
basically being called, you, you've never done anything in your life. It was just crazy. So I, I learned from him, but then in a way I had to also from there, I had to realize, but was that my voice? Was that my style? It really authentically wasn't. And it took years, like just, it's still evolving. I don't, sometimes I still look at my work and I think, I think I'm completely need to be abstract. And so to express myself fully, and I, I haven't gotten there yet, but I know that it's coming and I'll probably be using different forms of want to use plastic. <laughs> I even want to get, I mean, I feel like I need to gather women um, to help yes. too. Like I would love I'm in. I'm in. Know, I have this idea and I feel like the time is coming now to, to do that, like to get a creative project. And I'm like, we could do something amazing with plastic. I have this. I, I'm also in for like the cylinder block. I don't know why, but like you were talking about materials before. So plastic cylinder block fleece, maybe a crowbar, maybe some rebar, you know, yeah. maybe some yeah. other metal. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, okay. Here's my important question. Uh, are your kids artistic? Well, they are, but they have declared they will never be an artist. I think it's from watching me, but they can definitely paint. And I would say they paint better than I do. And they both have their own styles. I'm kind of jealous of that. I'll be honest. Super well, I think they've watched me. They wa they've watched my struggle. They've watched me get upset. They've watched me throughout all the years. And I think probably seeing how much work it is they've, you know, decided not to do it, but they're, they're like, Hey, I think I can find an easier path. Yes. What do you think your biggest, what do you think your biggest challenge or what is it that will piss you off the most? That is it just because it's not, you know, it's, it's that perfectionist in you that just gets, gets, gets you going sometimes, or is it, you know, being, um, they have writer's block. Do they have artist's block too? Like when you just like, you're having a hitting a wall. I mean, what is it that you find to be your challenge and how do you get over it? Okay. It's not necessarily the reason I find that I didn't have that block really is because, because of time, as we know, like being a mom, you don't have time. It's like, you, you can't block your mind. You cannot, Correct. If you block your mind, you're in trouble. Sitting in front of a blank canvas. Correct. Yeah. There is no so, time. <laughs> I, it's funny. Like if, if you come, I come down. I mean, back when it was just total chaos and the kids were young, I would just start painting. Like it would just, you walk into the room and just start because, so there's no block with that. So that was not my, that was not personally my issue, but I could say that was a gift because of just being busy with a family. But um, I can just get, I can get super upset um, with my paintings. I, it's just like, the, I guess it's that passion where I'm like, this is not what I wanted to do, but I always do know it's the ones that I've gotten the most upset with the ones I hate the most, it usually needs another layer over it of paint and then they become my favorite. So it's like, if you, it's like kind of a metaphor, you know, for anybody, like just don't give up on the thing that you might hate the most because you just have to kind of see past it and add more. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I'm just I, need gonna, to, I need to write that down. Yeah, like add a layer of paint over what you don't like and it may become your favorite. Perfect. It, it will always become your favorite. It always, it's weird. The thing I hate the most because I won't let it, I can't let it just uh, sit there and, and, you know, so that feeling. Yeah. 
did, I don't know if that answered your question. Oh, that's like, I'm just like blown away. Cause I think that's absolutely like one of the most pointed thing I've ever heard. And it makes so much sense. Like I, I wish I could. Like, where, how can I incorporate that? I just want to get a bunch of paint and just like throw it at people all the time. house Next time. And right. your dog is painted. I'm going to know why. They're just like, Samantha, what's happening? And I'm like, it's fine. It's an inside thing. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> so Laura, I want to say, you know, thank you for sharing a completely different side of life with Stacey and I today, because as two girls that live in the world of finance, you have enlightened us on a whole different career path. Um, you're an artist, you're a mother, and you're a woman who is really doing what she wanted to do when she grew up. And that to me is like the coolest thing because for all the women that are listening out there, not doing what they want to be doing when they grow up, it's time to be inspired to make those changes in your life. So thank you so much for joining us and uh, everybody get out there this week and be inspired.